What's up, WizKids, and welcome to another edition of Off the Bench. Jamal K. Davis here with Chris Gehring, Ryan Disdier, and Zach Rosen. This podcast is powered by BioFreeze, the official topical reliever of the Wizards. BioFreeze offers fast-acting, long-lasting, powerful pain relief to help you feel no limits. BioFreeze can be found at your local retailer as well as online. And we are talking Washington Wizards basketball here as the Wizards are online to make it to that eighth playoff spot is what we're hoping for as they are on a two-game winning streak. Really excited to see the team kind of coming together here towards the end, guys. Yes, are you excited for what you're seeing out of this team as we get set for back-to-back home games with one of the teams we're fighting for a spot the Charlotte Hornets tonight tonight excuse me they beat Orlando 100 to 90 on Wednesday another team that we're uh potentially fighting for a playoff spot which guy who who, who wants to start yeah I this this homestand we've we've said a million times this homestand's important they got the first important win out of the way against Orlando tonight against Charlotte is super important and then um, next Saturday, hosting Miami is the last time, I believe it's the last time, that the Wizards will play somebody that's directly in front of them. Mm-hmm. So all those things are important, but obviously, I mean, at, at this point, last night's the perfect example. The Wizards were idle, they didn't play, and Orlando won at Cleveland. It's just every single night, a team in front of the Wizards is going to play and potentially win. And so the odds are definitely against the Wizards at this point, but they're they're playing well at the right time and mm-hmm. they have a great opportunity in front of them with a bunch a bunch of home games to try to rack up some wins and, and put pressure on teams like teams like Charlotte, Orlando, Miami, all of whom I believe have a tougher schedule than the Wizards the yeah. rest of the way. So all that is positive and, and I think that the team's mindset is positive and look if they the only road game in this next like I guess it's like in this eight game stretch is at Chicago, which is another very winnable game yeah if you rattle off you know six five or six wins or more in that stretch then you're putting yourself in a great position and that would mean that you get a win against each team that's in front of you too you have a little bit of control left but mm-hmm. you know the bottom line is they're going to need things to break their way as well there's no question about that there's going to be uncontrollable games that um that teams ahead of them are going to win it's not like orlando and miami and charlotte are just going to lay down because they're all in the same position yeah. coach brooks said that after the after the game when we were just in charlotte yeah that everybody's fighting the same way and you could tell watching the game so we're just gonna have to see um but they're giving themselves a chance the schedule gives them a chance too they've played well at home all season uh, even when they've been in some tough stretches they've still played well at home so it's good to it's good to have this stretch before uh before a west coast trip at the end of the month so it's just crazy to think about not just a team making the playoffs but the preparation for a team a preparation for digital to either think hey we're shutting it down in three weeks or we're going another you know may at least another two weeks or a month after the regular season ends ryan uh what are you thinking about how, how does that go into play your first time here with the wizards um yeah definitely things that we are considering is the playoffs draw near and the season comes to an end um, definitely would be some planning about how we want to attack everything. But, I mean, kind of like what Chris said, and we were actually talking this morning about it, how it would be a lot easier and maybe not even easier, just simpler if the Wizards were only chasing one team opposed to yeah. three teams. And 
like he said, it's you you need to win, but you need other teams to lose and this and that. But at the end of the day, you can only really affect what you can control. And obviously, last Friday in Charlotte would have been a great one to get. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so far on this homestand, which is ever important, the Wizards have taken care of business. And it, they just look more comfortable on, on the court. And guys like Jabari Parker, who's birthday boy today, um, he's been playing really well off the bench. Thomas Bryant's been good recently. So all of them just coming together in this important juncture of the season. If not, even if it's not for uh, the playoffs, if things don't work out and they don't get the eight seed, then just moving forward to next year and having that familiarity with guys who may come back is going to be mm-hmm. huge. Zach, birthday boy, you had an interview okay. with Jabari Parker coming out with a story. Coming out about next week. It's exciting. Uh could you share a little bit about that? But also, you spend a lot of time with the team, their mindset as they're, you know, trying to win games. I mean, I know you see in the media and articles coming out about some people think the Wizards will get the ace seed. Some people thinking that the team should just lose the rest of their games to get a draft pick. Uh, yeah, I mean, the team, there's no team out there that's going to try to lose, first and foremost. But I mean, this team is playing really well together, especially offensively. Um, they're first in the NBA in offensive efficiency the last six games. I mean, things are clicking. I think they're really enjoying each other. Um, I mean, I'll give you a little snippet of with Jabari. I mean, I just asked him, like, how he likes it here so far, which is going to be in the story, and he just says he loves it. Like, he loves the group of guys, the professionalism, and, and that kind of aspect. And that's not really what the story's about, but it was good to hear that. I mean, these guys have meshed really well, like, you know, Wes Johnson might be out of the rotation, but he's been an awesome locker room guy. Like, everyone has vibed with him. It's more of a veteran locker room for him, and I think he's enjoying that because New Orleans was quite the opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Bobby is loving the opportunity he's getting. <clears throat> Jabari, obviously, is taking the mo- making the most of his opportunity. <laughs> but, yeah, I think they're, like Scott Brooks has been saying for a few weeks, like, this is fun. And I think it's because at the end of the day, this team wants to make the playoffs and they're in a position to do so and they know it's an uphill battle and athletes like to be challenged and this team works really hard there's I could count you know probably five guys who were working after practice yesterday for like 30 minutes trying mm-hmm. to, to tune up and get ready since we're not having shoot around uh, today Friday so they're getting an extra work and it just shows you like they they still feel like they're they're working for something there's a lot of guys who have uncertain contract situations moving forward, and I think they have a lot to prove. Um, and then it, it really, honestly, all starts from Brad, the, the tone that he sets for this team. He holds everybody accountable. Um, if you're not in the huddle, he's going to call you out. If you're not, you know, working as hard as other people, he's going to call you out. And uh, I think, you know, with Trevor Ariza and Jeff Green, those are kind of his enforcers. I mean, John Wall's on the bench, you know, helping mm-hmm. out as well. Dwight Howard's been around more that he's back in D.C. Uh, rehabbing. So it, it's just been a good atmosphere. I think this team is playing really well together. They're gelling. They, they're they so good at home going for five in a row tonight and then six in a row tomorrow if they win tonight. I mean, this is they're now 21-13 at home. Like, they're really hard to beat here. So that's why I think uh, there's a lot of confidence is that they're so good at home. If they can just put together a few games on the road, they'll have a pretty good chance to make the playoffs. And this is one of the best times of the season. You know, not only is it March Madness, it's merch madness for the Wizards, for all you Wiz kids that want to get some uh, 
cool swag, some drip, as they say today. You got to get some drip, some Wizards gear with Merch Madness. But I enjoy the scoreboard watching. I mean, yeah, two great games last night on TNT that, yeah, the uh, end of the game. you know, the end of the game, it's coming down to that last shot, which is exciting. Um, watching the highlights more because actually the first course, game I was Toronto watching, wasn't close. I was watching but... uh, Oregon, whoever, Utah, <laughs> and then I was like, oh, there's still an NBA game on, and I flip it and Luca posterized something. Yeah. yeah. And I turned it and I was like, oh, Nikola's going to hit a game winner. Wow. Yeah. Glad I turned it now. It's exciting. <laughs> like the NBA season is really exciting. And, and actually, the funny thing I saw is not just able to watch, but um, NBA uh, League Pass, it's free through March. I don't know when it, when it, it ends. For a while, oh, yeah. I, didn't know thing that. Is I think it was free till March 15th, which is today. <laughs> but at least one more night of just watching however many NBA games you want to is just really exciting. Yeah, it's the best time of year. I, I There's no question about it for basketball in general. Obviously, March Madness is about to happen, and we'll talk about that probably next week. But um, it's a great time of year. Everybody in the NBA is playing hard. And, you know, I, I think that's kind of the beauty of when you have. 16 teams that are in the playoffs and then you have a couple more that are just outside mm-hmm. it's going to make for a lot of really good games there's a lot of positioning to still be fought for down in these final whatever um was it 13 games? 14 Four, games 15? for the wizards but yeah. um yeah it's just it's 14. an exciting time of year and um it's still critical for the wizards which i think is good and you to piggyback off of what what rosen was saying is that this team, when you when you just watch them interact at any at any level after any type of thing, like when they're warming up, there's just a there's just a really good vibe right now. I just there's they're really loose. They joke around with each other. They are excited about playing, and I, I think that that you kn- you know that they're not at full strength, and and that always hurts. And sometimes you just can't. Sometimes that's unavoidable. But they are just playing together and playing really well, and it just makes them it makes them a fun team to be around, which for us is great. But it also means that they're just playing they're just playing really hard. They're playing well together, and that's fun to see no matter what happens kind of down the stretch here. But I, the the last few like pre games and the, the trip that I was on, they didn't win. But the mood, even after losses, I think is just they're just they're really on to the next one they enjoy each other's company and that's so important when you think about teams that that end up having success even whether it's the regular season or especially in the playoffs that's kind of like a prerequisite there are so few teams that just don't get along that just disagree with each other Mm -hmm. that end up going places and this team right now it just seems like there's a really good mix of of veterans and i think the young guys have really come along and they've gotten a chance to contribute troy brown Thomas Bryant um, they're just they're those guys are playing better they're getting into this team a little bit more and I think when that's happening they just it, it, it kind of just brings it all together and it's just it's a fun thing to watch right now especially because as you're mentioning it's not just the play on the court it's the intangibles the way they're interacting in pregame on the bench after a guy makes a good play the other night uh, the the push-up by Bradley Beal after the Thomas Bryant dunk. They're just really buying into each yep. other. Sorry, I was occupied by watching the guy <laughs> who created House of Highlights on Inside the NBA. I was like, what is this guy doing here? Uh, no, it's really bizarre. I watched yeah. it earlier. Sorry to, to, de- to uh, pivot a little bit. 
But he said he was in this guy who did House of Highlights is now partnering with Bleacher Report, yeah. and I guess he was just in college, just which I find kind of weird, the fact that he's saying, "Oh, I basically was just stealing a bunch of highlights from the NBA <laughs> yeah, right? and all these other yep. places well, if you and did calling that, it my own." If you did that from MLB or NFL, you'd Yo, be, they oh, come yeah, after you. yeah. you'd be arrested. I mean, literally, clink. people are going to House of Highlights to watch a kid that did something, but then at the bottom it's like, oh, I got this video from yeah. somebody else. Like, yeah. you just yeah. take aggregation. Else's. It's what built. It's what Bleacher Report was built on. Yeah, so yeah. they're kind of a match made in heaven. We yeah. can talk about content in other episodes. Yeah, in the off season. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> but the content on the court for the Wizards, they take on Charlotte and Memphis. Two teams that have really, really quality point guards in Mike Conley from Memphis and Kimball Walker. What do they need to do to stop them to get back-to-back wins, which is even more difficult at home? I feel like it probably is a false sense of security to have two home games back-to-back. Sadaransky has been guarding a lot of quick guards recently, and we asked him about that uh, after the last win. And he said every yeah, they're fast. You know, he was guarding De'Aaron Fox, Kemba recently. Jeff Teague's a quick, quick guard. And he just said, you have to know their tendencies. You're not going to be able to, to at his size, he's not going to be able to catch up to them. But if he can understand when they accelerate and when they're not going as fast, I mean, the fast break is kind of obvious. But that's what he has to focus on. And, I mean, I think you're going to see Chase and Randall play against these smaller guys maybe a little bit too. Um, yeah. Troy guarded Kemba Walker, and Charlotte did a good job on him for a little while. Um, Mike Conley's not as fast as he used to be, but he's so crafty. Uh, but I think for the Wizards, the, the easier part of both these games uh, will be that they can kind of focus on those guys. Like, they're by far and away the number ones on their team. Mm-hmm. So that gives you a little bit of an advantage. You can double on them, which isn't as easy. I mean, I would, wouldn't be surprised if the Wizards play a little zone. Um I would just suggest guarding Marvin Williams against the Hornets this time around because he <laughs> killed them in Charlotte. Uh, but Cody Zeller's uh, not supposed to play for Charlotte, which I think will be good for the Wizards. He's had some good games against them this year um, in Washington. When when they like when the Wizards like clearly have the advantage down low with Portis or Bryant, mm-hmm. they're very dominant. But when they play against you know perhaps a more skilled big or just a bigger body. They've struggled because the Wizard centers are a little undersized mm-hmm. and not as strong as most of the bigs in the league. So I think that will be a good matchup. Hernan Gomez will probably start. Biombo will play, and I just think that's an advantage the Wizards can take advantage of, at least on Friday. Ryan, yeah. Have you ever? Sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, and also I think that um, pretty much everything like what Zach was saying, but also just making sure that it's persistent and consistent. Because I remember when the Hornets were here earlier in the year. Uh, the Wizards had a pretty sizable lead with you know, like four or five minutes left in the game, and then the Hornets almost came back because Kemba just started being Kemba and knocking down super tough shots. So just making sure that they're being aggressive and you know trying to limit. I'm, he's going to score. That's his game. That's the kind of player he is. He's an all-star. He's one of the best point guards in the East. So just limiting it and making sure that they beat you, not beat you, but their points are coming from elsewhere as well. So I think just making sure that it's, you know, early and often defending him and limiting him as much as possible. For sure. I think that I think that they were halfway there in Charlotte. Like Kemba had a tough night from the perimeter. He didn't shoot particularly well. 
he still found buckets at the right time, and then Marvin Williams just did not miss. Yeah. And so I think that that has to be encouraging for the Wizards. And I remember after that game, both Coach Brooks and inside the locker room, obviously there are no moral victories at this point in the year. We've heard Bradley Beal say that a lot. But they were still pretty pleased with the effort that they put forward against against those teams on the road in that little two-game stretch. And I think that that has to be a positive going into this game, knowing that, yes, they need to get up and get out on Marvin Williams. They can't let him be a guy that that beats them when you know that Kemba Walker is going to get his. Jeremy Lamb is another one who has come off the bench and been a real problem for the Wizards this season. But I think that, that knowing that on in, in D.C., on the road, the Hornets don't, don't play as well. It's pretty mm-hmm. significant. It's very much like the Wizards. And so knowing that things like that hopefully won't be as like red hot as Marvin Williams, I think they've got to like their chances. And I know that, that on their home floor, there's a, there's a different confidence, there's a different swagger, there's a different comfort level. And I know that's true with a lot of teams, but it's been really like that the difference has been huge this year. And so I, I think that that's something positive to look forward to. On the Grizzlies side, playing in Memphis this year they're a much different team obviously than they were when we saw them in Memphis so um but it's the same thing they're running more without Powell Gasol yeah so I Mark Gasol excuse me (laughs) so yeah I mean they have guys that can they have guys that can hurt you obviously Jaron Jackson is a incredibly promising rookie he's out oh he's out he's been out for a while okay so I mean they they're a totally different team and it'll be just it'll be just interesting to see the differences but um they kind of ran into a buzzsaw when when Memphis was playing incredibly well earlier in the year so I think it's just going to be a much much different matchup. Like, and let's go like ahead. Conley's been like incredible for them the last like ten games. They have Avery Bradley now, who's always been a great defender on Bradley Beal. Yeah. Um, they they have a lot of like guys that you would want on your team. And Conley's like clearly the focal point right now without Jackson. Um, so they're just like a tough team to figure out. Like they're going to play really hard, and I think you just have to be ready. Kind of similar to Brooklyn is kind of the way they're playing right now. They have a focal point, and then just guys that play really, really hard. They're well-coached. So, yeah, it's not like none of these are easy games. The West is tough. Um, but it, it, it would be pretty incredible if the Wizards sweep this weekend and then go into Monday's game against Utah looking for their seventh straight home win and fifth straight win in the overall. It'll be exciting. Utah's going to be a fun game. The other thing yeah. exciting tonight is a post-game concert. Are you excited about Naughty by Nature? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, we're ready. This Lighty is the first. Nature, this is the Light first show. And Light show, yeah. yeah. DC, DJ, MC on. Light is going to be here. Yeah, Light, be I'm excited for Light Show. Yeah, I'll be working, but I, I, I think Light Show's good. So, Wiz yeah. kids, normally after a game, these three guys, well, more Zach goes in the locker room. Chris and Ryan come upstairs and start getting all of the post game coverage ready. Do I have that right? But tonight, why don't y'all stay downstairs and work from one of the seats and just it just you know and listen to the music well, and enjoy the post yeah sometimes game. they do that yeah, yeah we'll see tonight you could try that mix it up yeah and realistically we'll see we'll, what happens in the game yeah make sure you make sure you <laughs> remind the wizards that they're really trying to get the ac so zach can go back to milwaukee at least <laughs> at least for you know two that's games right, me, if not me four. and sam decker that's, yeah, that's the sam only people that want to go to milwaukee <laughs> Although right. the Brewers will be home, so, you know. Ooh, so see, you can get more a little baseball in. More people excited than you'd think, uh, yeah. More baseball in? Yeah. That'll be fun. All right, Wiz kids, hope you enjoyed this edition of Off the Bench. Hopefully the Wizards will 
get two more wins Friday and Saturday night. Back-to-back games here at Capital One Arena. I know that's rare, a home back-to-back. This will be a lot of fun. I uh, hope you've enjoyed this edition of Off the Bench. We'll pod next week. Uh, this podcast is powered by BioFreeze, the official topical reliever of the Wizards. BioFreeze offers fast-acting, long-lasting, powerful pain relief to help you feel no limits. BioFreeze can be found at your local retailer as well as online as this podcast on Stitcher and iTunes and SoundCloud. Uh, hope you give us support and leave us a review. All right, for Chris Gehring, Ryan Dizdier, and Zach Rosen, I'm Jamoke Davis. Ciao for now.